guys, Ryan with Pigeon Cardboard coming at you from the great state of Louisiana with mail day number 84. We've got a lot of cards in this one. 15 cards in this one. Pretty interesting. A couple of big PSA 8 inserts, a couple of baby PSA 8 base junk wax type stuff. Just again, I'm checking off the boxes. I'm filling in the boxes. For those of you guys who are new to my channel, these mail days are where I share cards that have finally hit my PWCC vault and been uploaded. So I'm sharing high def images from my PWCC vault with you guys. I've got 15 of them that just got uploaded and curated. Of course, anything you buy in PWCC Weekly or PWCC Fixed is instantaneously into your vault and uploaded and ready to share. And that's why I like sharing these videos because uh, they take better pictures than I could take and I don't have to store these bad boys. I know there's pros and cons to that, but this is the way I do things. So roll with me here. Um, we're going to start with a, uh, I'm going to screen share and get you over to uh, my playlist. As usual, I'm going to hit view slideshow. I've created a shareable link. And the first card we're going to look at is the 1996 FLIR number 13 base PSA 8. I'm not going to take a ton of time on these base cards. They are what they are. Old school junk wax era. All of Jordan's stats down below if you want to go look at how great he was. Uh, great stuff. Uh, nothing really special or inherently unique about this card. He is wearing the Concord, uh, the high top, I think they're high top Concord 11s. Uh, it's card number 13. It's a base card. It is what it is. I needed it. So I added it and that is probably a 10 to $15 card, 12 to $20 card at the most. Same, uh, same story, uh, same song, next verse, uh, 92 upper deck, all division team. Again, not an insert, just a subset card, 89. It's a PSA 8 as well. Uh, Jordan on the front. Uh, just talking about all division team. I, I've always wondered why do we even have divisions in the NBA? It doesn't make any sense. I don't think it really comes into play unless there's some kind of unique multiple multiple level tiebreaker between records for playoff seating. Uh, but uh, yes, there are still divisions in the NBA for whatever reason. I guess maybe it's just for gamblers, so they have one more thing they can bet on. But uh, believe it or not, in 1992, Jordan made the Central Division All-Division team, according to Upper Deck. Wow, surprise, surprise. Again, $15 card, nothing special, nothing else to talk about. Uh, first somewhat meaningful card. I think this card's undervalued. I'm sorry, this is just me. I'm going to pull it up on Card Ladder here and share with you guys. I probably should have had this pulled up. Forgive me for not being uh, well prepared, but this is the 1998 Metal Universe uh, PSA 8 Jordan. Uh, let's just pull it up. It's a little bitty card. I mean, uh, it's a $15 card somebody just bought it for. Damn, that one slipped through the cracks. So it's not really that low. Uh, over the last six months, it's sold 24 times. The average is 27, 28, but really the average is probably a little bit higher than that. As you guys can see, this 15 is really dragging it down. Uh, that's just not normal. I don't know how that happened. How did I miss that? I would have bought it for 15 bucks uh, on eBay. Uh, must have been a, an auction that ended it at a really obscure time. I I am trying to recall, I think mine might have been uh, in the PWCC Weekly somewhere. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I got it on Golden. I don't know. If I see these in the 20s, I buy it uh, because I just think it's better than a $20 card. That's me. It's $19 to grade with PSA. There are a 1,000 total graded 424 PSA 8s. There's plenty of 8s, 9s, and 10s. Of course, I have the 10, and I think this is my second or third PSA 8 copy. I'm just picking them up. Um, you know, again, I've got a hoarding issue, and if it's a card that I think is undervalued, I'll just don't mind just clicking by it now over and over. Obviously, I would have bought it for 15. I would have been a lot happier, but I think I paid maybe 25, 26, something like that for this one if I had to guess. So that's uh, that's what I've got. I've got, oh, there we go. Yeah, so I've got the 10, and I've got two 8s now, and you guys know I'm collecting 10 and eights, pairing those together, high-end collection, low-end collection, and again, I don't always have the PSA 10 of the high-end inserts. 
uh, high grade inserts, I should say, I am okay with BGS 9.5. So occasionally you'll see me uh, share on Instagram. If you're not on Instagram, get on. I'm at Cajun underscore cardboard on Instagram. Uh, sometimes I share BGS 9.5, PSA 8, and it doesn't flow or sound quite as sexy, but you get it. High-end collection, right? High-grade collection, grade snob level here, and then PSA 8 budget collecting uh, down below it. So that is... Um, the third card on our list, and again, not an expensive card by any stretch, but a great, great, uh, great set with a lot of great inserts as well. Uh, next on the list, another baby. For some reason, Stackhouse gets to pick all-star teams in 1996. I don't know. Go figure. I didn't realize Stackhouse was the guy that they would go to to identify other unique NBA talent, but Stackhouse chose Michael Jordan on his all-star team. So not only is Michael Jordan an all-division player in 1992, but Stackhouse thinks he is all Fleer level in 1996. Gee, do you think? $15 card. $15 card. Uh, this one's a little bit pricier. I think I have the 10 in this, and this is the 8. Um, I just think this is a cool-looking card. This is a Big Shots insert, uh, 1997 Ultra, PSA 8. Again, not crazy expensive. Definitely a little bitty two-figure card. Um, uh, look at this. So Ultra thinks Jordan is all universe. So all division, all stack house, and all universe. I uh, Give me all universe. It sounds like a, a more of a superlative, but I like this card. I think this is a cool looking card. I think it's a little bit out of the ordinary. Uh, you know, Jordan dunking through the hoop. Um, it says big shots here. A lot of people miss that, but right there in kind of that foil, you can see it says big shots. I like Ultra. I like that product. I like that brand. I know it's super low end, but they did have some hard pack odds, high end inserts as well. That's not one of them, but they I do have them. Uh, speaking of, this is a little bit uh, a little bit more difficult pack odds inserts. Of course, everybody's familiar. There is another parallel insert high voltage called the high voltage 500. It's serial number to 500, and the rumors are there's not even 500. There might have been some screw up in the production because the pop reports on the number to 500 would indicate it's much lower than 500. It, it, it doesn't comport. It's not compatible. The numbers don't add up, if you know what I mean. Uh, but this is the base high voltage insert, and it's a PSA 10. I do have... Uh, where am I? There we go. So I've got the BGS 9.5 copy that I picked up in Dallas from Coleman Cards, uh, which I'm very happy about. That's my high end. And then uh, I've got this low end that you're looking at today, the PSA 8. So I've got the 8 and the 9.5. I can check that off my box. I'm probably not going to pay the premium to pick up the PSA 10. Maybe I would if it was uh, on a downward trajectory or something like that. And then flip the BGS 9.5 maybe to my good friend Zach, who comes on the channel occasionally to do um, Jordan Card Collecting episodes with me. He collects Jordan cards in BGS 9.5 slabs. So maybe if there was a way to make that work, I'd grab the 10, offset that price with uh, Zach. But the 10 would have to be priced uh, pretty well for me to make that decision. This is what I paid for it. I'm here. This is me. I'm 575. The last one sold 560, $15 cheaper. The one before me sold 575. So I think I got the card. I did catch it on an uptick here. It got as low as 481. Let's look at the last year. That's the lowest it ever got is 481. The card was 675, 677 in May of last year. So we're coming on a year uh, turnaround. It's down 17%. Again, I'm happy to be into the card at 575. There's not a ton of these out there. If you look, there's only been 452, sorry, 432 graded by PSA and BGS. That is not a lot. The gem rate on the PSA side is very difficult. The gem rate on the BGS is about double as easy uh, with twice as high a gem percentage. Uh, but there's 39 9.5s. There's only 
18 PSA 10. So I've got one of these 9.5s, which I'm more than content with. Uh, the price drop to the PSA 9 is pretty significant. As you can see, the PSA 10 is a $12,560 card at least. Uh, the PSA 8 is 500 bucks. For me, that's why I'm collecting PSA 8s. If that doesn't uh, put it in a nutshell, in a nice bow tie for you, that is, uh, sorry, a ribbon. That, that doesn't tie a ribbon on it. I don't know what the colloquialism is, but that's why I'm collecting PSA 8s. I've got a 9.5, which is a 2,960 card. The PSA 8 is only 500 bucks, 575 bucks, and that's kind of the reason I'm collecting those bad boys. So uh, that is what it is. The PSA 10 just sells much less frequently. It got down to 9,300. The last one actually jumped over $3,000 from uh, January 8th to February 8th. And I remember talking about this on, I think that might have been a PWCC Weekly. No, it was a Golden. Okay, it was a Golden, yeah. So the PWCC Weekly here is where it went low. Low, the golden is where it jumped high. I'm just not in the business of paying $9,000 more for a PSA 10 than the BGS 9.5, which you can get for you know high 2,000s. What is it? 3,000 bucks it sold for about a month ago, and that was up. It actually got down to 1650. I would have liked to pick up another 9.5 copy at 1650. Damn, that is a really low price. PWCC, uh, that is not a good sale there. That card really went below value. Uh, 3,000, 2,500 is probably closer to value. Again. Uh, I'm better than the 3,000, but I picked it up a thousand bucks more than the uh, than that one right there. Of course, I don't know what I picked it up at. I can't remember. I bought it from Coleman um, at the card show, so I probably overreached just to have it in hand and make the card show more fun. So I'm set there on the high voltage regular. I still need a BGS um, or a PSA copy of the high voltage 500, and that's one of those cards where. And let me take you back there. Like if I wanted to go high voltage 500, going high voltage 500 PSA 10, you're looking at a uh, probably a $40,000 card, $50,000 card. I know Card Ladder says 34. I'm not buying it. Uh, if I go BGS 9.5, which sold this year, the BGS 9.5 sold for $34,000. And so for that reason, I think the PSA is probably a $50,000 card. Not dropping 50 on a card just for that grade. I would probably look at a 9.5, but that's a pretty steep price. Uh, I have to look at other options like I do on uh, Explore the Card episodes. I'd have to look at other potential options for $34,000 in the Jordan market if I really was going to make a push and buy a card uh, that big. So uh, anyway, interesting card, great looking card. The High Voltage 500 is obviously a much bigger card than this one because you've got that slabbed, uh, that, that stamped serial number on it. Real quick soccer, you guys know I'm chasing the set. I picked up an 8.5 Figo, uh, not cheap. Figo was one of the, uh, the greatest to ever do it for Portugal and uh, was a absolute brilliant star of European soccer. Uh, that's a part of the reason why I like that Panini Prism 2014 World Cup autograph set. It's because about half the guys in there, probably more than half, probably about 30 35 out of the 50 are all-time legends who are no longer playing, even in 2014. Uh, well, might have been playing in 2014, but are no longer playing today. So Figo was a nice pickup. I can't tell what's going on here. I think that's probably on the slab. But again, I didn't get the highest grade. It's not like it's a PSA 10, so you're wondering, how did it get a 10? It's an 8.5, so it is what it is. Obviously, this is the problem on these cards. I'll just show you real quick. You can always look at the top right corners, top left corner, and then the top edges. That's where all the whitening comes into play. And you can see there's no hiding that right uh, the bottoms for some reason usually aren't as bad this one you can see some fraying and some whitening on the edges in the corners as well but 8.5 figo is fine i'd like to get the whole set in nine or ten i've got uh maybe 17 left to go i can't remember where i'm at on the set i'm sorry but i've got about 30 
five out of 50, let's say something like that, all in eight, nine, or 10. Or And I've got some BGS 9.5s just because you can't pick and choose. Some of these cards are just so hard to find. Uh, but, but look, if you go back, here's the deal. That's a pop two, only nine graded higher. These cards were not heavily printed. That's why I think when I do get to the finish line, I'm gonna feel pretty good about this set and tuck this thing away long-term. I'm having a blast collecting it uh, and just learning more about some of these soccer legends. Baby card, 1995 collector's choice, number 353, playoff time. Uh, Jordan versus the great David Wingate from Baltimore Dunbar High School and Georgetown fame. I can't tell who this other dude is, just to the left of Wingate. Just not enough face for me to tell, not enough size, no numbers, I can't tell. Wingate, keep reaching, but you're not gonna be able to contest MJ, that is lights out. Cool looking back of the card, I think. Uh, just kind of talking uh, about uh, Jordan picked up where he had left off before his retirement. Uh, rewriting the history of the NBA playoffs. In game three, he posted team highs in points, minutes, rebounds, blocks, steals, and creating a defensive nightmare for the Hornets. Yeah, that's probably true. The Bulls continue to acclimatize the United Center to the playoff zone. So uh, Jordan got the best of the Hornets, and that would not be the last time he did that. Um, I went ahead and knocked this whole thing out. You're only going to see two of them today on this mail day, but in upcoming mail days, I knocked the whole 91 skybox uh, every single Jordan 1991 Skybox PSA 8, I've got it. Uh, it's either in the vault, and you're going to see two of them today. This is one of the cooler of the cards. Uh, he's a points per point leader per 48 minutes. That's not a surprise. Uh, and then the next one you're going to see is another one. This is probably the most famous. Uh, the, probably the most, I shouldn't say famous. Not famous. is a little chintzy base card. But this is the number one base 91 Skybox card with Jordan on the back dressed in his absurdly, preposterously, very early 90s gear uh, with a camera over there. He's probably filming a commercial. Uh, but this, I think they call it Skybox Dunk. I think some people like to call it that. But that's probably the most recognizable of the eight. There's eight cards featuring Jordan in 1991 Skybox. I've got all eight in PSA 8, so I put that one to bed. I think I've probably got like four or five of the PSA 10, so I probably need to wrap those up at some point. Uh, I love Skybox. Skybox, to me, was... I don't know how I resisted it, but 1990 Skybox, I bought a crap load of. 91, I bought a little bit of, but I loved it. And I don't know how I didn't transition into basketball. I think it was graduating high school, girlfriend, going to college, not having any money, not mowing yards anymore, and being able to go to the local card shop and buy more and more. I don't know if y'all are, if anybody's like 45 to 50, you know the drill. It's like collecting cards is great when you were getting yard mowing money or doing chores or your parents gave you an allowance and I would spend every single dollar on primarily baseball cards, but some basketball. And then when 92 rolled around and I graduated high school, I was playing baseball and basketball in college and I had a, you know, I had a high school girlfriend at the time I went to college, boo-hoo, it didn't work out, thank God, because I married an angel. Then I met my wife in college, and so those four years that, uh, yeah, I actually did college in four years. I know that's weird nowadays because everybody's so soft, but um, no way, there's just no, too much going on and not enough money to collect cards in college. Every dollar I had was just going to get by, right, and get to the next day and get, the, get food and get protein shakes and all that crap when you're playing college athletics. Uh, next is a meaningful card, 1998 Skybox Premium Soul of the Game. Um, again, something unique about these cards. I say it every time I talk about the card. I like the little graphic at the top, how those are like squiggly. It's kind of like a mind twister there. But uh, 
The cool thing about these sold of the game cards is not just the font, it's really cool. And any Skybox Premium card is also very, very cool. But these sold of the game cards come in different color combinations. And I'll even show you what I'm talking about. So here you can see it starts red at the top and it transitions down to blue and then to kind of a greenish yellow at the bottom. Um, I have got uh, the 9.5 as well. And look at the color uh, gradation here. So you're starting with a little bit of a bluish to green to yellow, orangish, red back to blue so totally different for those two cards there's my 9.5 quad gem that's my high end again same drill as with the high voltage if a 10 came along and the, it was priced right i might look at it if it was on the down tick and i thought it was a good time to buy it just because i'm ocd and i'm a great snob and i do slightly like psa 10 more than bgs 9.5 but i don't like it enough to pay a humongous um, humongous price premium to jump from a, a quad, especially a quad 9.5 to a PSA 10. But if I did it, I would probably, this uh, BGS 9.5 that we looked at would probably be betrothed to Zach who comes on the channel because he's collecting a 9.5. So I'd probably put it on ice and move it over to him. But that's a good looking car. I like that car right there. Uh, anyway, Soul of the Game is just a great looking car. Looking at it here, I picked mine up for 540. So this last sale was mine. And yeah, I'm up a little bit over the last few here, 544, but I'm not crying over it. Uh, that's the last six months. The average is 517. I paid 540, whatever. It's the highest price, I guess, pay. Oh, no, it's not even the highest price in the last six months, but look at this. I mean, the card's been over 700 bucks in a PSA 8. The PSA 10's kind of a big card. Uh, it's only a pop 56. The gem rate's 12%. There's a 56 10s, 81 9.5s. I'm pretty sure I've done an episode on Soul of the Game for Explore the Card. If you want to go back and check my channel and go to the playlist and check it out, uh, you'll probably see that. card. The PSA 10 is down 61% over the last two years. Wow, that's a, that's a big drop. People were paying upwards of $6,000. Some nut job here bought it for $75 hundred in 2022 it's come down to a fourth of that well three and a half of that whatever that is what would that be let's see uh three sevenths of that uh at 2400 bucks last sale is the lowest of the last eight sales maybe it is time to jump on the psa uh psa 10 if i can find one uh you can always click here and uh card will take you right to it of course there's two of them one for 11 and one for 6250 Thank you, but no thank you. Uh, what about the 9.5? Is it following a similar trend? Down, but not quite as bad. About half as bad over the last two years. And the last one of those is 1800. So the difference between the PSA 10 and the 9.5 is not bad. It might be time for me to just go ahead and jump on that PSA 10, try to sell my BGS 9.5 over to Zach. And if you look, 9.5 is running up a little bit. 1200, 1675, 1440, 1425, 1800. So 1800 is the highest out of the last seven or eight or nine sales. Uh, so it might be time to go look at that PSA 10. I'm gonna have to tuck that away and make a note of that. Somebody remind me. If you got a PSA 10 for sale and you want to sell it for uh, what did the last one go for? $2,400. I'm a buyer. Just let me know. Uh, so that is my two uh, souls of the game. I've got the eight and I've got the 9.5. Going back to our list. Uh, next on the list is where it gets crazy. Okay, so uh, you guys are about to see a lot more of these. I made a decision you guys know i'm a set collector i've got this gene i can't escape it i can't stop it once it penetrates my brain i can't put it to bed until i complete it and so i've decided to collect every single michael jordan star card like real ones not the counterfeits but the real ones there are 25 of them uh, from 1984, 85, and 86. And there's actually one from 1990. Somebody who's a star uh, aficionado, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think one of them is actually legit and produced in 1990. 
I might be wrong about that, but I think there's 25 Jordan cards in the star product that are absolutely legit. And uh, I picked up four of them. I couldn't decide. I wanted to do it in PSA 8 because you guys know I got a PSA 8 Jordan collection. They just don't. I know Star. I know, I know PSA is grading them now, but it's going to take forever for those eights to become available. And the premium on those eights is going to be huge. The eights are going to be treated probably more expensive than the BGS nines because that's just the way it is right now in the market with PSA 8 commanding such a premium. And I've noticed, and what I've heard is crossovers from BGS to PSA. You're almost in a PMG type world where. BGS 9s are coming by PSA 6s, 7s, right? BGS 9.5s coming by PSA 8s. And so I looked at BGS 9.5s, too damn expensive. I want to collect the set. I think the star cards are important. People, I get a bad rap for saying that I think the 86 Fleer is the rookie card, and I do. Uh, it doesn't mean that the star 101 is not relevant or that I don't think it's relevant. It's very relevant. It is a must-have in my collection. I just don't have it yet. But I'm going to pick up an 8.5 at some point, maybe at the National, who knows. But uh, I decided to collect the entire set in 8.5. And so this is the first one I picked up in a PWCC Weekly. It's the uh, 1986 Court King. Um, and it's Court Kings on the slab, but the card says Court King. Maybe I got the fake one. <laughs> but anyway, the back of Star, they didn't spend a lot of money on the back. And there's a whole awesome backstory behind these Star cards. They're just really cool. So that's the first one I picked up. Centering is 8. Uh, centering is always going to be an issue with these stars, but 999. So pretty good subgrades, I think, on that card. Next, I did pick up three. There's a, a 1986 Star Michael Jordan. Uh, it's almost like a, a Jordan set. So this team bag was 10 Jordan cards, 1 through 10. Card number one is a checklist, and that's it. You're looking at it. Bad right corner, and the corner's got an eight, and so that's probably why. The top right corner is pretty rough. Bottom right's not great either, uh, to be quite honest with you. The top right's really glaring right there. Hopefully that little blemish is on the slab. But anyway, 8.5 is 8.5. You're not expecting perfection. Like I said, if I cross this a PSA, it's probably a five or six or a min cut or whatever. You know, who knows what they're doing. But there's your checklist, and you can see there's 10 cards in it. I wish I could turn this for you, but I can't. Uh, the checklist, collegiate stats, 84 Olympians. So each of these Jordan cards has a name, and the name's printed down here at the bottom. And this first one is a checklist, and it says checklist, and it's got the checklist checklist and so that's card number one of the 1986 Jordan set card number uh, 10 of the Jordan set the last one which I think is the best one it says the future and boy did they get that right he was the future he would change the future forever coming off a career-threatening foot injury people forget about that right Jordan was not superhero level at the beginning he might have been injury prone can't win the big one can't play with teammates doesn't work well with others can only get his doesn't know how to lead a team he went through all the same bullshit that LeBron had to go through. He went through the same shit uh, that Curry went through with the injury you know, tag or in injury prone tag. Jordan went through all that crap with that broken foot. Of course, he came back and the rest is history and was one of the most durable superstar phenom athletes of all time. It says, coming off a career-threatening foot injury which held Michael out of the nearly the whole 85 season, Michael's future was very much in doubt. Returning late in the 85 season, he averaged 22 points and led Chicago into the playoffs. And that was the deal where he was on a minutes restriction. So don't think he wasn't putting up buckets those dudes didn't want to play him they wanted to miss the playoffs and that was a big deal if you watch the last dance you'll remember where he wanted to strangle upper management michael jordan's future is big bright and dominating he is surely the nba superstar of the 80s and 90s fact 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 
That's card number 10 in that Jordan's, uh, Jordan set from 1986. And then uh, the 1985 All-Star where he's uh, going up, over, and around whatever he needs to. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who by then was a fossil, although he was still putting up great numbers. Uh, but just remember, his rookie year was 1969. So that's how old Kareem's old ass was. Uh, and then George Gervin, of course, was doing nothing. He was trailing the play because he does not get back on defense and never did because I think they sprinkled some cocaine at the uh, half-court circle. And so I think him and Daryl Dawkins, a couple of the other guys, were just like distracted with the coke so he couldn't get back to stop Jordan either but Cream was a uh, despite being uh, an overall truly an asshole uh, Cap was at least willing to get back and try to play some uh, some semblance of defense and try to stop Jordan but Jordan's got the tiny shorts he's got the unbelievable great image of the Jordan ones right here these all-star uniforms are just so awesome I just I fucking hate excuse my language but I freaking hate what the NBA's done with the all-star game go back to East West make it mean something and here's the deal Pay them based on performance. Uh, give the winning team, like they did in Major League Baseball, give the winning team the home court advantage in the finals. And tell me that doesn't matter. You don't think owners are going to want their guys to play and get that home court advantage? You don't think that's going to matter? Make that matter. Um, do something. Do something other than what that crap was that we saw this past year. I did not finish watching it. And you guys know how I feel about NBA basketball. This past All-Star game was despicable and unwatchable. Uh Baby, 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 high voltage PSA 8 matters, $575 card, a Figo pickup for my uh, 2014 Prison World Cup autograph sets, pop two, only nine higher. Uh, got some more stars, and you guys will see more of these um, uh, Skybox, more of these 1991 Skybox PSA 8s on an upcoming episode, but we won't take a lot of time on it. There's eight of them if you're interested. Uh, Soul of the Game, big pickup for me there. Completed that pairing, completed the high voltage pairing, and then four out of 25 checked off in BGS 8.5. You guys know me. If you've got an 8.5 star that I don't have, message me on Instagram. Uh, I, occasionally, I check Facebook Messenger, but Instagram, Instagram, Instagram is the way to go. Uh, some of you guys have my cell phone. You can also text me. I'm looking to buy 8.5s that I do not have to complete this 25-card set. You also know me. I go pretty quickly for these sets. So if I'm going to collect a set, I'm going to collect it pretty aggressively. So I should be paying pretty close to comps or fair prices uh, at the very least. I think I bought most of these over comps if you really want to know. Uh, but uh, believe it or not, I actually picked up two of them off PWCC fixed price marketplace and the seller was actually a friend of mine who I, well I shouldn't say a friend of mine but a hobby friend of mine who I've spoken with before and communicated with before and he reached out to me and said so you were the one that bought those cards like yeah I was because I posted them on Instagram four down 21 to go obviously the star 101 XRC or rookie card whatever you want to call it is going to cost more than all the rest of the cards combined I think I haven't really put down projected prices because I just put my spreadsheet together for this set but I get excited about it. You guys, if you don't ever screw with sets, it may not be, first of all, two of the best investments I've ever made in this hobby were the PMG Red set and the 86 Fleer set. Both of those made me very wealthy. Um, I shouldn't say that. They didn't make me very wealthy because I have seven kids and 57 tuitions and all kinds of other crap to pay for. But they made me a lot of money. Let's put it that way. They were two of the best financial decisions I've ever made in this hobby were the 86 Fleer set and the PMG Red set. So people who say set collecting is a money sink, sure it can be if you do it wrong or you do the wrong thing i feel very comfortable buying these because they're three figure cards they're michael jordan and they're his earliest cards i have no problem and they're so nostalgic this is cajun eternity all right i'm not looking to flip this 8.5 set uh one day might i upgrade it 
maybe. You never know. But uh, I looked at the prices, the BGS 9 and the BGS 9.5 star, and I was like, mm, I don't think I'll be grabbing those. And so the next best thing is, uh, you know, I can get the PSA 8 Jordan star, right? It's expensive. It's a big one, right? I, I'm not going to disparage that card. Uh, it's not worth what Sports Card Investor paid for it, but it's still a very expensive card. I could pick that card up if I needed to. The problem is I can't get any of the other uh, star cards in PSA 8. And so uh, so for that reason, I, I fell onto the BGS 8.5 grade. Let me know what you think about that. Should I push for the 9? Um, the 9 prices were pretty high. I also toyed with, and I even put in bids for three BGS 9.5 star cards that were in this last PWCC weekly auction. And uh, I, I stared at it. I, I literally stared at it for like 20 minutes. I went back and forth to card ladder, looked at comps, and I was like, God, I can't take this on right now. This is going to add up. 25 of these in 9.5 is really going to add up. So I let it go, and I, I X'd out of it completely, and so I didn't touch those. I decided 8.5 is the way because I can always upgrade the set uh, going forward if I choose to. But you know I'm OCD, so I don't want 8s. I don't want 9s. I don't want PSAs. I want the 8.5s. That's what I'm looking for. So uh, as always, sorry, this mail day ran really long. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. A lot more to it than just the cards I picked up. Uh, a lot of stuff about cards. So hopefully you guys like this. Um, let me know in the comments. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Hit the like button. It really helps me with the YouTube algorithm. Trying to grow the channel. Try to get a little bit bigger. Uh, got a really awesome phone call yesterday from one of the titans of the hobby. And it looks like I might uh, be a lucky participant at a... Uh, uh, let's just say a really important uh, get together at the National in Chicago. Hopefully, God willing, you know, fingers crossed that uh, I'll be included as part of it. This is the deal where I'll just be happy to be sitting in the room with uh, some of these, uh, some of the people from certain uh, companies within the hobby, the biggest of the big, and then some of the biggest collectors in the world uh, who know a hundred times more than me about cards. I am a squirrel trying to get a nut. To quote CNC Music Factory from the 80s to date myself, uh, sorry, the early 90s to date myself. So thank you guys for watching. Keep collecting. Stay positive in the hobby. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Peace.